Hey, this is Troy from Planet 76. We've got some really good Sixers-focused content coming your way today. Make sure you subscribe to the pod so you can be in the know when we release new content. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody, to Planet 76, episode 103. That is 103 episodes of Planet 76. My name's Troy. I got Michael here with me, as always, as Michael just uh, said off the air that this is an emergency edition of Planet 76, (laughs) uh, recording Monday night, the 14th of August, and uh, we got some stuff to get into, really just one main headline that we're going to talk about on this episode, and that is James Harden versus Daryl Morey. And uh, a major break in the relationship there uh, that we see James Harden um, during um, during a Adidas Adidas media event in China had this to say. And here we're going to play the clip for you right now. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. All right, Michael. So, based on that, so Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Just your initial, we'll break it down a little bit over the next few minutes, but just your initial reaction to James Harden's remarks. It's a pretty loaded statement, in my opinion. I think, um, you know, bold accusations, too. And obviously, we still don't know the full story, because right after Harden said what he said, report came out that the Sixers never actually offered him a contract. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of pieces to the story, and... It's not that it's hard to get everything together, but Harden wanted a contract from the Sixers. He wanted a lot of money. We know this. The Sixers were not going to offer him that contract. We also know this. Now, Harden opted into his player option in June, June 30th or something. Right. If he really wanted to leave that badly, he could have just left. And I will give him some credit because him opting in and having the Sixers trade him allows the Sixers to get something from him while he also leaves. So there definitely is some consideration on his part. But at the end of the day, if things were so bad and as bad as he's making them seem, he could have just left. He could have left in free agency. He could have tested the market and see what he's worth which we know now would have been not what he wanted at all because nobody's banging at the door trying to get James Harden on their team. And, you you know, we can go into more of that, of, of why that is, but I think for the most part, he's just not worth the money that he wants. And he's a smart enough person, it seems, to understand or know that. You would think he's well aware of that, at this point, which he's not. Hmm. Wow. Dude, 
I know we've I know we've been doing this for 103 episodes, but uh, you as a as a member of Sixers Media, large, small, whatever, you just impressed wow, me. Thank you. Um, with with those statements, <laughs> never. I mean, that was thank really you. good. That was really good, and it's good in multiple ways. The first way is so normally, like you said last week's episode, I, I make up an outline for us and uh, get the ball rolling and. We didn't. I didn't give you anything today. Again, emergency podcast. But I did jot down just a couple things for myself. And one of those was, you know, okay, here's what we know. Here's what we know. Here's what we know. Here's what we don't know. And you just went through some of those things. I think that's funny. And then secondly, just the way now, Sixers media today has been in an uproar. There's been a lot of people upset. Uh, you were very calm, cool, collected with that opening remark, and I think that is a beautiful thing, my Thank friend. You very so. Much. Um, here's what I will add to cool. that. Um, as you mentioned, so June 29th, James Harden opts into that $35.6 million player option. Uh, that's what we know. Uh, and then we also know that, you know, we talked about this when that went down over a month and a half ago, that the same part of that notification everybody got that he opts in is that in hopes to get a trade from the Philadelphia 76ers. And everybody's like, okay, why do you do that? But okay, yeah, we can get something in return. Um, so there's some key dates, right? June 29th is that key date. The second key date that to me that comes to mind is August 12th. The Sixers have ended trade talks for James Harden and plan to bring him back. So in the, you know, however many days, month and a half, there was trade talks going on. August 12th, they have stopped. August 14th, Harden comes out and rips Daryl Morey, calls him a liar. Um, so what we don't know, obviously, is what goes on behind closed doors. What we don't know is even exactly what this lie is about. Now, given that context that, you know, the Sixers ended trade talks on August 12th, I guess it's James Harden, you know, was he promised that from Daryl that he was going to trade him? And that's what he's upset about. Is he? I mean, we know he's upset about money. Is it both together that Daryl's a liar? Like, what exactly makes him say that? Is he a liar? How does this change our feelings toward James Harden? Is this beyond repair? Like, there's still a lot of unknowns here um, that I see. And again, to your point, James could have become a, became a free agent. And yeah. obviously, the market's not there for him in a trade, and the Sixers don't want to do something stupid. Why don't you... I'll put you on the spot okay. again, since you did it so well the first <laughs> time. Why don't you just be in Daryl's shoes right now over this last month and a half you know maybe defend it as if yeah. you're Daryl Morey this situation well well at the end of the day if I'm a GM of a team <laughs> and I have James Harden on my team I want a good package for him I'm, I'm not gonna deal him for scraps and honestly that goes for any all-star of any real caliber all-star level player of any caliber all-star and better players in this situation Harden I'm gonna try and get the best deal I can I'm not gonna just dump him for whatever I can get because even if there isn't a huge market for him right now we saw with Simmons a you know however long ago Daryl waited a year almost Almost a year to trade him. Actually, let me think about this. Yep. 
He got yeah, he bugs. got here November twenty twenty one. No. Wait. Daryl. He got here twenty. When did he get here? Twenty. He got here November twenty twenty, right? Daryl Morey. Sounds right. November twenty twenty. Simmons gets traded. February twenty two. February. So he waited. Wait, Simmons requested a trade. Anyway, I'm getting the timelines confused, but like in June, bottom line right, is Daryl like Morey waited an exorbitant amount of time to trade Ben Simmons. Right. That was Ben Simmons. This is James Harden, who, I mean, at least I would argue, I, I saw some things on Twitter today that I didn't like, but at least I would argue is better than Ben Simmons. He's going to wait. Yeah. He's still going to wait, and he should. He should wait. I'm like you said. I'm going to defend Daryl Morey because, not because I think, not because I I you know, I, I think he's right. I agree with him. Not because I think it's the right thing to do, because I agree of of what he's doing. And even if there was some sort of verbal agreement, I'm putting air quotes because I, I don't even know at this point. Even if there sure. was some verbal agreement between them, verbal agreements are contingent on you putting up your end of the bargain which is like playing the way you're supposed to play Harden didn't do that in game six and seven and obviously Embiid is at fault right. too we talked about it on here but if you want 40 million a year you probably could have played better in game six and there wouldn't have been a game seven <laughs> so play better in game six you probably get the contract nothing was in writing yep. Daryl didn't say all right let's let's get this thing signed in fact, neither party really did that, honestly. So, if 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 there was some sort of verbal agreement, like nothing's set in stone, nothing is written on paper. Things can change, and things are subject to change. And at the end of the day, James Harden is he really going to do this for an extra five million a year? He made thirty-four million this past year. He wants forty. You really hold down for six more million dollars after the millions and millions he's made in his entire career. I understand right. players want to get their money as they should, but at the end of the day, how much is enough? Because he came to the Sixers to win a championship. He didn't say he wanted to come here to max out his contract and earnings, which again, it's fine if players want to do that. But when you verbally, when you literally say, I want to win a championship, to me, that means you want to win a championship, not just make a bunch of money. So I, yep. I, this whole situation is just honestly very confusing. And at the end of the day, it seems like James Harden's not going to play to start the season. I wish he would just play for the sake of... I mean, if he doesn't play, he's only hurting himself even more than he already has. So... We didn't know what was going to happen with Harden a month and a half ago. We still don't know that. I'm, I'm leaving it with that. Yeah. You know, as you say that, I'm almost like... There's been so many ups and downs in Harden's tenure since he's been here. Just like even your feelings toward him. It, it This whole development parallels the series in Boston. Yeah. Like, it, you know, his play on the court and then off the court his just where he's at with this team and like you know you think about it 
after his first part of the season with you know the team when he got traded here he did in fact take a pay cut um, which we applauded him greatly for so that we could go and, and retool and get some new pieces to this team um, and we applauded him for that and so I'm like even wondering how far back you know because obviously if he's saying that he's a liar then that means there were promises verbal I guess that were made and I'm wondering how far back these things go that are in James's mind you know unfulfilled promises that Daryl's made right because it could go all the way back to all right James you're gonna take a pay cut this year but guess what buddy we're gonna pay you next year like I mean we don't know you know how far it goes like you just said and so like but again there were so many great things to applaud James for in the Boston mm-hmm. Celtics series. He, he single-handedly really won two games, willed us to victory. And then there were some things just to really, really, really uh, cause us to lose. Like, let's just put it that way. And now it's like, okay, on one hand, we have a lot to applaud James Harden for in his tenure here. And now a lot. On the other hand, it's like now he's bashing the GM, calling him a liar. And how much – how much I mean and he's done this before he got his way out of Houston he willed his way out of Brooklyn like you know I saw a post today that like maybe maybe James you're the problem if all of these things yeah. keep happening and you know it's not the cities and these franchises it's you um it's a weird spot now that obviously the question is will James Harden show up for training camp and it truly is a Ben Simmons part two. And what's interesting is like this guy could have just become a free agent. Like you just said a minute ago, like when have you ever seen someone opt into their contract and like willingly do that and then have this kind of issue in the off season? Like that just doesn't happen. Um, it's crazy. Like- and Philadelphia and Daryl's not going to just say, okay, let's get nothing back and let's just give him what he wants. Um, yeah. Daryl's going to wait. And you and I, obviously, we've talked about it, and I'll get more of your thought too. But just we don't have an, an issue waiting if it if it is going to be the right going to be the right guy coming back, right. the right package coming back, because we're not going to settle. Like we don't care about December basketball. If the Sixers are around five hundred in January, like who? Like okay, um, as long as that trade happens before the deadline and they can be in a good position for the postseason, we're okay with that. And this move whatever it is with James Harden is pivotal for the next x amount of years with the Sixers and Joel Embiid I feel like this is something that only happens to the Sixers this this is something that would only happen (laughs) to this team this franchise no other no other franchise would have to experience something like this to this level not only once but twice obviously Houston Mm -hmm. had to deal with it Brooklyn too because Harden has done this which, again, we can go into the reasons behind each of those individual circumstances another time. But this is something that would only happen to the Sixers. Having one player request a trade and sit out. Having another player request a trade and sit out. Actually, James Harden, didn't he demand a trade? Either way, yeah. it's, this is no other franchise. I'm, I, I was thinking about this today. No other franchise in the history of the league would have this happen to them to this extent. No other single franchise. It would only be the Sixers because just all the things that have happened to this franchise in the past even five years, if you think about it. I mean, the yeah. most 
unfortunate, unbelievable, to be honest, circumstances and situations that this team has been in and through. Yeah. It's just like, this is only fitting. This is just on brand for the Sixers. <laughs> yeah, right. And I just, you know, I would love to have been, because no one expected James to opt in when he did. And it was like last minute, like, whoa, out of nowhere. Like, that wasn't even a, an option, it seemed like. Um, and then he did. And I would just love to be in the room when Daryl's <laughs> promising whatever because – like, yeah, we're going to work for a trade for you, buddy, but, like, realize, and you saw me do it with number 25 back in the day. Like, you saw me do it. You were part of that deal. I waited to get you. So, like, if, if I waited to get you, who's a better player, a top, you know, however many, whatever list you put him on of great players in this league, and... Like, I'm going to wait. Like, you, you, you do realize, James, I'm not getting rid of you next week. This could be a while. And obviously in the last month and a half, a lot of talks happened, but nothing materialized. The Clippers offered not enough, the team that James wanted to go to, and so they didn't do it. And so I think if you're going to back Daryl at all, like you got to back the, the point that he's not right. trying to ruin the franchise by doing something just to give his friend... And that's uh, the thing, too. Wants. People get on Daryl for, oh, he just... We talked about this on the podcast. I'm sure we've talked about this multiple times on different episodes. People get on Daryl Morey for wanting to ruin... Oh, he wants to ruin the franchise. He's wasting Embiid's career. He doesn't care about this team. He doesn't care about this organization. But those same people will slander him for <coughs> waiting on a James Harden trade and trying to get the best deal possible. Something that he did with Simmons. And guess what? He got probably the best player. Actually, not probably... Definitely the best player that he could have gotten in a Ben Simmons trade. It was James yeah. Harden. People still think this right. dude is just here to do whatever he wants and and just f have fun and just mess with the team. It's so... At this point, if you think that, you are delusional. I'm sorry. You, it, It's, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's mind-boggling that, that people still see what he's done in the past for this franchise. And still think he's trying to just ruin things and just like run through the franchise and then leave it yeah. and then that's it. It's crazy. Right. Can you? Sure. And we'll close with this, Eric. I guess. Can you? Can you? Somehow see this at all from James Harden's side, where you come out of this not like upset toward? Because like I'm, I'm kind of like. Come on, man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of upset. You know what I mean? Like, I like James Harden as a player, and I've enjoyed his time on the Sixers. But, like, to take it to this level because, you know, in reality, the, by the looks of it, his stock, he thought was, you know, he thought it was going to be an easy get because teams would offer everything for him, and it just hasn't happened, and the Sixers right. stopped looking. Like, he's not as good as he thought he is. But, like, do you see this at all from James Harden's perspective where you're like, yeah, I can see it? After the playoffs, I was really neutral on James Harden. Really neutral. I didn't have any real strong emotions in either direction for James Harden. Now I think I'm slightly negative. Mm -hmm. I can understand the whole yeah. verbal agreement thing. If somebody tells you they're going to do something, all you have is their word, and that's all you can go off of, so I get it. But at the same time, James Harden still can't drop a stink bomb in game six and seven and expect to be paid 40 million a year because 
they, they, they agreed on him having a player option year two, which this is year two of his of his contract because he re-signed with the Sixers. This is year two, so they, they agreed on a player option. So they already gave him the choice. He made the choice to opt in thinking he'd be traded yeah. or thinking, I don't even know what he was thinking, to be totally honest with you. I'm trying, I'm still trying to understand what he thought when he was when he opted in yes. after opting out initially. So, to me, like, I can understand if you are in agreement or supposedly in agreement with someone about something, and then things just go wrong. But it all comes down to if he really was so unhappy, why didn't he just leave? If he really was so upset right. with how the situation was handled that he wasn't offered a contract, okay, cool. Then leave. Don't opt in. It's nice that you tried to help the Sixers. It's great. But if you really were that frustrated right. about it, leave. Just leave. If it's really that, if it's really that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. If you really are that upset about it, just leave. Really, it is that simple. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I think. Yeah. From a human just in its simplest form right as a human like james getting his feelings hurt and being upset you know that there was a promise of whatever um yeah i get it but again if 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 the root of why he's upset is that he hasn't gotten traded yet and that's because and it's not because sixers haven't tried it's because the sixers haven't found you know the package that is worthy of them right. letting James Harden go and he's upset about that there's nothing that warrants that this is a business the Sixers have to make a decision mm -hmm. that is in their best interest you opted into a contract you agreed to this and you agreed you know you agreed that the Sixers have to get something for you and you know it's yeah. the same thing with Damian Lillard right now like like they're, they're not going to no, get rid of him for nothing you have there's just one of the best players in the history of the NBA like you you it, it has to work for the Sixers as a team with an MVP and Joel Embiid and an up-and-coming star in Tyrese Maxey. Like, they are not giving up on a potential pursuit of a championship, and so they have to do what's in their best interest. And so, yeah, maybe you can be upset about some of the other stuff if it's money, if it's this, if it's that. Empty promises regarding that, sure. But you cannot be upset that the Sixers haven't dealt him yet. And Great that, point. Is Great all point. Say. Absolutely. All right. This was fun. Hopefully, uh, for you Planet 76 watchers or listeners, this adds a little bit of perspective on the James Harden development. And uh, we will continue to see what happens uh, in the coming days, weeks, and months. And uh, as we inch closer to Sixers training camp preseason and the regular season in just a couple months. So uh, we'll see you next time for episode 104 this is episode 103 of planet 76 we'll see you next time if you are a philadelphia 76ers fan this is the podcast for you planet 76 a weekly podcast covering all things philadelphia 76ers we'll see you next time